All right, what's good, everybody? This is ITU TV, our first episode. I'm here joined with Tay and Michael Franz. Uh, we're going to get into what is Forex, what we feel about Forex, how we've uh, been able to grow, learn, and appreciate this niche to do what we needed to do to take care of our families and be able to be free out here uh, and, and do what we like to do. So uh, go ahead and introduce yourselves um, and, and how you guys help out the university. I'm, I'm Taylor, uh, Taylor Watkins. Um, I've been trading for about uh, three and a half years now. Um, long-term trader, I'm a, I see a lot of things long-term, so a lot of high higher time frame periods. I don't trade on those low time frames anymore. I did when I first started trading, but I realized that wasn't uh, my niche. So I switched over to being a long-term trader. So I trade a lot of things on the higher time frames. Um, that's really it. And I am Michael Franz, I'm the, uh, the fundamentals individual, right? So um, kind of understanding what's going on economically, tying it into these markets, because everybody's, like, if anybody's watching this, it's brand new. The first thing that is going to come to mind every time you take a trade is, I want a better entry, I want a better entry, I want a better entry. Um, you're not going to always get the best entry. Um, but for me, if I can combine technicals along with, uh, along with fundamentals, then I can do things a little bit differently than what a lot of people may be able to do since I can see the see what's in the markets. Um, so we'll get into that a little more here. I'll tell you guys a little more of my you know, experience um, as, as we go on, but uh, just glad to be here with you guys. Most definitely. And I'm glad to have you, Mike, man. And Tay, appreciate you as well, bro, coming in, being able to give back to the people and uh, help out those other traders out there that might need assistance. Um, we're going to just run through quick questions. Um, so my name's Zay. I'm the uh, head professor here at ITU. Uh, I've been in the game for about four years now um, and trading correctly and learning to trade correctly about the last two and a half years. Uh, it's been fun. It's been helpful. I've been able to make some adjustments during the pandemic um, and, and, and help my family out and not only come back and come back with the education that we've been able to gather the last four years, and, and help you guys out a lot, you know, with everything we can to make sure y'all are consistently profitable. You know what I mean? Um, so real quick for me, I'm gonna answer this question first, just to knock it out, uh, kind of give an example where we're going here. What is Forex to you? So uh, in my case, for me, it was, it was all about being able to do what I want when I want. It was all about being able to not have, you know, a boss above me that controls my life understanding of the markets is understanding the world to me. Um, I used to study finances when I was younger, um, in my early 20s, just so I can understand what I need to do with my money on a personal level. Um, and this actually gave me the opportunity to not only understand um, money at a base level from the nine to five perspective, but even going into being an investor and investing into other things. Um, it's a grand understanding. You really can't beat the knowledge that you're gonna get here, uh, that you can utilize for your family's future. And, and getting things done. So uh, how, how, how was Forex to you guys? You know, what has it done for you guys? Uh, why did you want to get into this kind of thing? Uh, and again, we can lay the floor out to whoever wants to take it. Well, I think that's, uh, that's the most common that you'll answer you're going to get from anybody who's in this position is I wanted freedom. 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 Right. And that's fine. It's just, it's fine to want freedom. That drive should consistently push you 
to continue to stay in this through the ups and downs, right? Whatever that drive is, whatever that why is, and everybody has their why, whether it's family, whether it's freedom, whether it's not being bogged down and held down from a nine to five and rules and regulations, creating your own day, right? Those are, those are great drives. You also should though want the knowledge, right? So I told myself this when, when, when I started getting into Forex, of course, I want the, the extra money here and there. We've seen all the IG posts, which actually we don't see them much anymore. <laughs> kind of funny, right? That that happened as a, as around, you know, compliance time and whatnot. So um, it's funny that we don't see it as much, but we used to see every 10 seconds, it's a different post, somebody in their Lambo or somebody in that somebody where 99% of that stuff is rented, right? So they're giving false dreams anyway. So I told myself when I, when I got into Forex, regardless, I'm going to be walking away with either the ability to trade and make money, or at least I'm going to walk away with knowledge that's going to allow me to make better decisions in my life, right? So that, that hunger and that thirst for that knowledge to be able to maintain, it's like, okay, now I got this money. What can I, what do I do with it? That's the, that's also the important side. And that's what drove me. Right. So um, just that, that's, I think that's why I'm in the fundamentals portion more or less, because I, I love that information. I love being able to predict what's going to happen economically when everybody's like, no, 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 it's not going to happen. So little bit of a different angle from it, but uh, I just, uh, I would tell everybody, you know, when you're getting into this, the money can be a driver. Just make sure that, you know, the, the, the journey and the knowledge are something that you, you take into perspective as well. But go ahead, Tay. What's, uh, what's your take on Forex? So Forex is, uh, initially was a, a quick scheme for me to try to make a lot of money that uh, ultimately didn't turn into what I wanted it to be. Um, now is a long-term plan for me and my family. Now that I have a, a wife and two kids, um, it's more of a, something I'm planning to build, things that I'm building my account into so that I can uh, have the initial capital I need to to be able to do other things I want to. So more things that we can talk about for Forex is, is more of a, it gave me understanding more of the market, the real world market. I wanted to get into Forex because it was also another avenue for me to learn how to actually get into stocks. So I wanted to understand more about what Amazon was doing, what the, what oil was doing, what the world was doing. And uh, Forex gave me that opportunity to understand a lot more of that stuff. But you start seeing a lot of the bigger picture things. As things were going and playing out, I would see things in real time as it was going on. So before we even had the war that would happen, I... I saw it play out and then I saw me deploy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I had a deploy right before that. And while we were deploying, certain things were going on. I would see the, some of the things that would shape the market and I have to act on in real time, which was kind of cool in a different aspect, especially being military. It was cool to see a lot of that stuff. It was like, hey, I would see it play out and then boom, in the market at first. And then I'm like, oh, something's about to happen here in the market. Some, something's about to uh, cause a drastic change. COVID happens. And then next thing you know, I'm deployed, COVID's going on and, and people in internment camps. It's, it's a it's a whole nother uh, avenue, a whole nother thing that plays out. So that's what Forex is for me. Um, well, it's, it's, it's funny you say that because I'm, I'm not in the military, but I was able to have that same type of situation when I sold my house, right? Because I was able to understand the market. It's funny when you talk about understanding the markets, you can look at a stock, you can look at a Forex, you can look at a bond market. And it's all candlesticks and all patterns, 
right? So you can sit there and you can trade all of these just by understanding the way that candlesticks move themselves, you know? So yeah, you can trade currencies or you can trade index values or you can go buy stocks. Or for me, I knew when I needed to sell my house, a lot of people that were kind of in that position, they were like, well, how did you know when to sell? And I'm like, well, guess what? The market told me when I needed to sell. You know what I mean? I may have left a little bit of money on the table, but whatever. It's the same thing too. When I refinanced my house, I knew there was a good time for me to refinance my home mm-hmm. at the time because of the market. I was like, people were calling me, things were at a low. I knew the market had crashed. I knew everything was down and it's a good, perfect time for me to get my house refinanced to a low percentage. I think my house was sitting at four, 4.35% when I bought the house originally. They called me a couple of times. They called me for like four months. And eventually they kept calling me and they kept saying, hey, we got this number for you at 3%. Mm-hmm. Hey, we got this number for you at uh it was like at first it was like three and a half percent there was like three percent it just kept coming down until i got to a number that i felt was comfortable which was at 2.75 percent which i was like oh that's that's almost two points that's almost two percent off me saving fifty thousand dollars over a long period of time so mm-hmm. it worked out i could have jumped to the first rack the first uh wagon but i knew the market was still coming down so i knew by knowing that i knew also that those percentages will keep coming down and they were gonna offer me some more money because that's what they were looking to do well, we can always look at kind of what the masses see, right? The masses see what's going on television. And I've always said television is for them to tell you a vision, right? They want you to see certain things. So when you see the, when you follow the money and you and you get the truth, you can also read these charts and know what's going to happen financially, not just major events, but also financially within this economy, right? So when we're sitting here and being able to understand how to read the US dollar format, right? When we're seeing it going bullish, well, we can see it going bullish, which is going up and becoming strong, but there's not a lot of money in people's pockets right now. So that's a falsified move. When you can understand those things and in, in what's going on economically, that it's like it's like almost being able to sit in front of your chart, learn how these things move, get the get the information. And you're giving yourself an education that a college isn't going to actually provide to you, right? They're giving you the real information on these charts. And you can see what I always say, you can see the forest through the trees when all these lies are given to us. And I'll say flat out lies or lies on TV, right? We can see why they are doing it, when they're doing it, this, that, and the other. So you can make better decisions long-term, whether it's even um politically like your political views my political views have changed a lot just becoming in forex because i can see two different sides of what's going on now so it kind of breaks the cycle a lot of like a lot of people that i've come in contact with are like well you should be voting democrat well you should be voting republican why should i be voting that way and they're like well because this is what's right this is what's right well why is it right why is it right to you well because this is where i was raised No, no 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 break that cycle man break that cycle get the information learn it because you might be able to make a different decision than what you would have if you understand it better you know what i mean so forex is very is very powerful i've been on a, a couple of different types of podcasts and i'll tell everybody everybody that's watching this i don't care if you trade or not learn to read a chart learn to read it because you'll you'll thank yourself in the long run for taking that time correct for sure like even yeah it, as well even if you don't trade anything like that, you're eventually going to, something is going to be able to, I could look at a market right now. Like I was having conversations with people. They were asking me, Hey, what do you think about this? Like real time stuff. Like, Hey, what do you think about this? Uh, buying some shares in this? And I'm like, ah, 
I don't know right now. That's that's not something that I would try to look into or telling people even for like their 401ks. I was telling people before that market crash, hey, your 401k is about to about to drop. You should probably move some of your money out. I knew people that, yep. that looked at me and said, I don't care. And they lost uh two million dollars in that period of time, two million dollars in their in their investment in their for uh, re, uh their retirement fund. They weren't very happy afterwards. And they hit me up, was like, How'd you know that? And I'm like, of, I just looked, I just looked at the market, my guy. <laughs> the market was telling oh. me that I was about to crash. I told you move your money out, and I told you that, hey, when this, give me a couple more months, I can tell you exactly when to put your money back in there. They would have made probably. We looked at the numbers for it. They probably would have made six million dollars after the bounce. All they had to do, because they made a bunch, they lost, they got their money back, but they had to recover everything first before right. the initial jump. So if they would have pulled out when I told them to put their money into a different fund, like the safe fund, and then move their money back later on a couple months, they would have made probably like six million dollars that year, five million dollars that year. So there's a big Big difference about how much money you're making based on you trying to be cocky. Like, okay, that's fine with me. I can tell you whatever you want to listen to, but the thing is, if you're not going to listen to me, I do not care. Like, like I can tell <laughs> you something. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to tell you, I'm, I'm going to tell you, you to be friendly. I'm like, hey, do this. And you're like, no. Nah. I'm like, cool. And I'll move on by my day. But I don't, I don't want to hear I lost $2 million after that because then I'm going to tell you, I told you so. Right. I told you so. And you know what? This this is more common, I think, for the the people that I've come in contact with. Um, they they didn't lose two million dollars, but they lost a lot of crypto. Let me tell you, the crypto market was the same way. Everybody was on this crypto boom, this crypto boom, this crypto boom, and people just don't understand what goes up must come down. Now, yes, what goes down must come up, but let me tell you, crypto had a massive, massive drop that needed to happen and continue happening, and everybody bought the dip going broke. Every dip that was on the five minute, you know what I mean? No, buy the dips and do dollar cost average if you're already in that. That's fine, right? But don't sit there and buy every five minute dip thinking it's going to go up and skyrocket like Bitcoin's going to go to 100 grand in the next five minutes. It's important to have a uh, have a bird's eye view of everything going on, especially when it comes to the crypto market. We've watched it since 2017 rise slowly over time. Um, but as we can see in current time, of course, when things get popular, they drop like hell because they're there to rape all the money coming out of your pockets if you're new to this game, even with the Forex market. You know, people get too comfortable, they get too excited, they think they figured out the entire game over a six-month time frame. And I mean, we've got many years in the game that we've noticed things that would say, hey, look, come 20 after 2020, come in 2021, 2022, now everybody's heard about crypto and they're hot and loving it. They're gonna get screwed. And, and, it, and here's also more free game too. There's a lot of those people that was coming out with a lot of those commercials, things like that. Those are people that have money in crypto. It's only good until you can buy somebody or buy it from you. So if I got sixty thousand dollars in Bitcoin, it's only good. It's only sixty thousand dollars until somebody buys it. So now I gotta invest right. funds into people saying, "Hey, this is worth it." worst investment for me in order to go out and buy it. How do I do that? I get more people into crypto. The more idiots I got into crypto, the more the more chance that I have of people going out and paying that sixty thousand dollars for that Bitcoin that I have. Mm -hmm. So yep. that, a lot of those people put a lot of those companies, a lot of those people put those commercials out because they needed to find a way to sell their Bitcoins, sell Ethereum, sell XRP. That's right. the only that's the honest truth here. It's only good until you're able to sell it. Right. And that's what that's why for me, I, I personally feel like Bitcoin, Bitcoin is going to be removed. It's going to be dead because there's not there's going to be some out there, but there's not going to be enough out there to be useful. Right. You're going to be able to hold on to a coin and it might be worth 60 grand. But like you said, if nobody's going to be able to use it, nobody's going to spend 60 grand for it. Right? right. 
And Bitcoin itself is at its market cap. So if people think that Bitcoin is going to hit one in 200,000, it could, but you're not going to be able to use it nor sell it. So look at the long term and, and the, the cryptos that are going to be useful. So I'll, I'll throw this out here. This is a major gem for anybody who wants to understand where crypto is going. In November of this year, ISO 20022 is going to be coming out. It's the new central, it's replacing the central banking system. And there's multiple cryptos that are going to be involved in that. Buy those cryptos, right? Shiba Inu is not on that list. XRP right? is. <laughs> XR, XRP is the main one, actually. Yeah, I that was that the first ago. and main one. And so I would say if you can get it, get as, as much XRP as you can. Um, there's a couple of them that are on there. There's, I think there's like seven or eight total cryptos. But those are the ones you're gonna want to buy. That's not trading advice either. <laughs> we got that so, list. Tay, I think we got that list. We have the list from Byron. Yeah, we got yeah. that list. So, yeah, uh, that that list is very very important if you want to hold long term. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, I don't care if people buy Shiba. Just make sure you're not holding it for a long term. Right. Get your money and get out. Get your money. So, and we'll, I think we'll talk about this later on some other podcasts. We'll have a crypto-based podcast for sure. Well, not just crypto-based, but uh, just in general, right? Uh, when you're talking about trading stocks, Forex, crypto, uh, any of that stuff. I don't care what it is. You have to have a entry plan and you also have to have an exit. Well, I won't say plan because I use plan differently strategy have an entry strategy and have an exit strategy and understand what the exit strategy you're going to leave some money on the table you're never going to be able to grab every single penny but as long as you can get out at the height at the highest point period that's what you want that exit strategy and for be sure. cool with it have it predetermined for sure. if it's predetermined you can't not you can't not be satisfied you did what you were right. supposed to oh. yep Avoiding greed is what keeps you sane. Avoiding greed mm -hmm. is going to keep you profitable over time. It's all a long-term game. People get in the Forex niche and try to make money overnight or in a month, six months, and not understanding. It's all in the skill set. It's all in preparing, learning, planning, writing down what you're, you're journaling, what you're going to take each and every time. Yeah. And that's if you want to be in this thing, you know, for eternity. We're not looking at this game stopping at any point. So your ability to trade will always exist. Take the time to learn the skill, master it, and then come back into the charts. And then you can get live, then you can get trades, and then you got to stay in control. Like psychology, we know 80% of the game. You know what I mean? So keeping ourselves intact, self-control, um, and personal development is necessary. I think this is one of the biggest games that's grown me over the last four years compared to anything I've really done. I've been in a lot of different uh, skill sets and jobs over the years. Nothing has worked my brain so much than this right here to agree to, to be the best person that you can be because that's what's going to give you the results agreed right. agreed hey i i would suggest this to anybody who's who's also watching this don't wait right because what did we find out during during the pandemic right we found out during the pandemic that people panic and I mean, we were we were all part of a, a certain platform, right? And that platform, it blew up. I'm talking, it blew up during the pandemic, right? 
because everybody was like, what am I going to do? Oh, A, I have extra money because the government is sending out stimmies. They're giving out unemployment. I'm quitting my job. I've got extra money to spend, right? So there was that factor. The other factor was the fact that they were like, well, I don't know what I'm going to do after this. So I want to hurry up and learn this, this skill set. You're not going to get it overnight. You know, I didn't, I didn't say how long I've been trading. Right. Thinking in your mind and mm -hmm. thinking in the number, I've been trading for four years, just like these four guys have. Well. Oh, wow. Yeah, just like these guys have. So it's not an overnight. In fact, any trader would tell you, don't expect to be profitable, at least for the first year. If you're profitable for the first year, you're probably going to be lucky for most of the time. Or you're seeing something you could you could be that one student in that anomaly you know what i mean but a lot of people quit within the first year a lot of people feel like they didn't do anything positive in the first year they might have broke even but because of the money that they spent or the time that they spent they feel like they failed there's failures all around this so i'm going to tell you that borex not only is good to know for for you know economic reasons or event reasons but it's also good to know it for yourself because you can push yourself to what you're going to be doing with failures if you can bounce back from the failures that are in a market that, those are the some of the biggest psychological bounce backs you could ever have right guaranteed losses are part of the game you're going to fail you mm -hmm. might as well if you're just getting in this now just know you're going to take a L. hey mm -hmm. i'm saying right now here's, here's another one forex is a, a toxic girlfriend <laughs> Every time you think he got everything figured out, she come in, she be like, nah, we'll change it up, everything like that. Uh, who's this girl on your phone? Like, what girl on my phone? I don't know. It's like, what are we arguing about? It's on your girl on my phone. Like, yeah, that's mm -hmm. how Forrest is. Forrest just comes in and finds a way to make you think you know what you're doing. And it's like, ah, we'll figure something else. We'll mess with you a little bit. Right. Throw, you off for about, throw you off for about a week, which can put you in a hiatus for about four months. Like, mm -hmm. I've taken hiatus from this from maybe, maybe like three or four times where I'm like, well, I blew another account. I don't know if I can do this anymore. And then I'm like, yeah, I can. <laughs> like, yeah, I can. I can figure it out again. How can I say no? Yeah, I cannot say no. I, I kind of love her right now, so I'm gonna come back. <laughs> you know. Yeah, man, it's important. You gotta stay a student at all times. You're gonna learn something new every month, every week, every day. You know, even when it comes to charts, the fundamentals to yourself, how you deal with the, the issues, how you deal with the chart pulling back on you, being negative for long times. I mean, I've had to sit in trades for days before it even moved in my favor. Mm -hmm. you know, being able to look at that each day and just be like, all right, man, whatever, like, just keep going. It's, it's, it's on you. It's on you. How you Lose, decide. Losing sleep. Losing uh, sleep over it. Yo, when I didn't, when, trust me, at the beginning, when I didn't understand over leveraging. So quick story here for you guys, right? And Taylor, Taylor was there um we we would be doing london sessions late night and yo there was one night that we were trading peso <laughs> and yo i was so over leveraged on it we'll get into that in a different episode as well but i was so over leveraged on it and you know when you're over leveraged because immediately your ability to sleep is gone <laughs> it's it's when you're sitting there looking at your balance and you're looking at the drawdown that your your trade is in and you're like oh my god i'm about to lose all this i'm about to lose all this and then all of a sudden boom it margins you yo it could take hours for that to happen so when you're sitting there being tested oh it's it's bad it could get oh bad but that's what become a nightmare so right but that's but that's why we're here and why we're doing this right 
because our failures and our experiences that we've taken, we want to be able to pass on to those individuals that are watching this and being able to correct from those mistakes, right? We've all made mistakes. You're going to make them, but at least you can come back and say, well, you know what? Zay said this on that, on that podcast episode. Tay said this on that podcast episode. And it's going to be able to be a reference for you. So just take it with a grain of salt. Right. And that mid trade that you're over leveraged on, you're going to have that thought. You're going to go, you know, let me downsize this a little bit. I know they said, you know, too much might hurt me. I don't want to hold through the pain. You got to know your pain tolerances. You know, for some people, it's a little higher than others. Yeah. Mine. And Ain't respect for me. your account size, man. Respect your account size. Yeah. You got $500. Don't be wilding like you said on five grand or 50,000. Like, you got to relax. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, exactly. And have realistic situations, like a realistic goal. Like if you're making, if you got five hundred dollars in your account, you're not going to be making a million overnight. Yeah, I promise you that. Fifty dollar win and be happy. Yeah, exactly. A five dollar win and be happy. What do you mean? Exactly. Yeah, I'm up five hundred dollars today. I'm good. Five hundred dollars trade. That's still good numbers. Got like, gas money, man. Come on, man. Now. Everybody relax. Well, and I think um, so. We're gonna end up having the trading plan within um, within, within the community, right, Zay? Mm -hmm. All right. So for for those that do have access to it, that trading plan is like training wheels. It it will guide you financially through this whole thing perfectly, yep. right? And that came from experiences in here. Like I'm not gonna sit there and tell you go make fifty dollars a day. Don't cap yourself off with that. No. Cap yourself off at a percentage, right? Yeah. If you make, if if you're 10%, you need to make 50 bucks and you have a long way to go and it's early in the day, let the rest of you secure that 50 bucks and let the rest of the trade run. Don't just close it out. You know what I mean? Right. And, right. and vice versa. If you're down, don't close early. And there's a, there's a psychological point. And this is, this is, this is how badly Forex messes with your mind. When, when you're in drawdown, and I would challenge anybody that goes through this to watch themselves do this, right? When you're in drawdown, your trade comes back to entry. Nine out of 10 people will what? They'll close, close out. Mm -hmm. Why? Because they're afraid. Because they're afraid of going back into drawdown, right? So it is a psychological, it's, it's literally when you hit that break even, there's a dopamine released in your brain, believe it or not, that makes you comfortable because you're not losing any money. That's fine until it becomes a habit. Once it becomes a habit, then it's a problem, okay? So once or twice here and there, not a big deal. But if you can notice yourself where you're in drawdown, you close every single time, and then you can tell yourself, oh, afterwards, oh, it went exactly the way I wanted, 50, 80 pips, 100 pips. You know what? I'm going to say, okay, that's cool, but you failed. Right. You failed. Right. right. It's a harsh reality, but people need to understand that like this whole thing works based on your brain and what and, and how comfortable people feel. It's all psychological in this game. The technicals do not change ups and downs, lefts and rights, trend lines, fibs. They, they're the same measurements every single time. It's your brain that's different. Right. That's so and adrenaline comes back into play and allowing yourself to be uncomfortable are you a person that can stretch beyond yourself can you get out of your comfort zone most of us have been raised a certain way over 20 25 years to think a certain way you've got to completely rethink everything that you thought about everything right right well <laughs> and, and imagine imagine that 
right? So you're sitting here. I'm, I'm I just turned 39, right? So and I've been doing this for four years. So 35 is when I first started. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting here and like, okay, the things that I've uncovered. I mean, I'll go into it and I'll tell you religion, right? Because I'm I'm on the fundamental side of it, right? The things with religion, the things with politics, the things with economics. Imagine looking at yourself in the mirror and telling yourself everything that you've been raised on has been a lie. That's usually the case anyway. It it is. But when you but when you realize it and you understand it, it is so oh my god, like I don't I don't even know the word for it. But it's like gut is like gut punching. It's it like, is, it is. <laughs> because then it's like, damn, okay this is what I've known for this long. And this is, and, and within that time I was in the public school system. So this is what the public school system also has to do with what I've learned. And it's a lot. Holy shit. Like it is mind blowing. Right. And that's but, why there's a big separation between society of uh, classism. If you look at classism, you know, that comes with the information that you're given. They're giving certain classes, certain information to be able to mm-hmm. operate. So you can't even be upset with those that either are teaching you over the years or come before you, parents, you know, school system. It's the program is set for everybody. You know, you got to be yeah. able to separate yourself from the program. Yep. You know, in my opinion. So um, take the time out to think about that. If you're coming in new, being able to separate yourself from the masses, being able to think bigger than what you are now. You know, it's going to be a growing game. You're going to grow in every sense of the word before you even touch making a dollar. You know what I mean? You got to yep. go through the skill. You got to go through the ups and downs like you talked about. Um, you're going to hit you a lot. You know, and we're here to alleviate that and, and try to save you some pains by coming in and talking on the podcast, you know, about what we've been through, through every type of situation and now coming through one of the biggest, you know, one of the biggest pandemics in history. You know, we've learned a lot. <laughs> we've seen a whole lot of major craziness, man. When it comes to the moves, even when it comes to the consolidations, uh, they can be a long period of times. You know, we're getting comfortable. But I tell you, if things do ever get back to normal, you know, those of us that have grown through this pandemic, through these hellish times, we're going to be aces on these charts, aces on our trades, because we've practiced and developed during some of the worst times. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, will, I will say that for for those that uh, that like you you made a you made a, a a point right if anything ever gets back to normal right me I I don't think we'll ever be back to normal we've seen it we've seen this happen once and we can see it happen again right and, I mean th- and this this is what I mean by uncovering truths because then you start understanding the loopholes that were used or you start seeing the holes that weren't filled with information right and you're still left with why 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 if you're left with those questions, there's something wrong with what's going on, right? So, oh, you, then this is this is why I'm I'm glad you said like you have to have an open mind. Uh, you said that like what maybe about half an hour ago. You have to have an open mind with this. I have become what people would consider as a conspiracy theorist based on this, right? I could have a conversation with anybody in you know in the conspiracy realm because of the fact that these things paint that picture that some of those things may be true but what they tell you is not what what's what's like of course on tv right and and you got to ask yourself sometimes like 
I'll watch some of these documentaries on TV, right? YouTube or whatever it is. And people will be like, oh, well, all you do is go to Google. All you do is this. All you do is that. The first thing that I'm thinking is if this, if this were actually, if, if it was a form of defamation, right? And form of defaming of, of whoever this is about, would it ever be on here legitimately? No, it wouldn't. YouTube is filtered. Google is filtered. You have to read between the lines to understand what's going on and make your own con conclusion. You're never going to be flat out told or seen. Everything is going to be a conspiracy. But when you but when you go further into it, you know what I'm saying, you can literally understand what Google and YouTube and all these things do you can start making better decisions as well and then having more stronger conver conversations in regards to it, right? It's not just about Google at that point. And at some point, conspiracy has to drop, right? We are aware of what's happening at Facebook. Those of y'all aren't getting blocked all the time or, you know, yeah. posts getting deleted and stuff like that. They're in control of what's being put out there. Yeah. So if you can't... Exactly. You think it's just happening there, but not been happening on your local news the last 80 years, 100 years. You're insane. You're right, insane. right. And they accept some things here on how they're moving the world. Yeah, money moves everything. So people, the most important thing that people part. are talking about is money. So reason why things get blown out of YouTube is because people are afraid of the money moving because they have a lot of sponsors coming in. So people coming in for advertisements. If I'm, I don't want to advertise on your channel if you're talking about hate groups. I don't right. want to advertise on your channel so you're going over this and this and that. So a lot of those big moves that happen are because of that reason. So same thing going over media. Media's been like that for years. So why would I have a commercial running on your platform or running around at the same time if I know that you're out here spewing things that I don't believe in? So a lot of those companies are doing that. Um, it's pretty bad. Like, like I'm saying, the more you get into the stuff, the more, yeah. Like, like Mike said, he's I'm literally like a biggest conspiracy theorist now about a lot of that stuff. And I'm not even, even going to say just like, I'm not going to mention people's names, but you know, a lot of those things have been going on in media recently. A lot of uh, celebrities, I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> what kind of moves being played and why are they making this stuff happen? I mean, even like the Deshaun Watson situation, I was like, come on now. Everybody knew what was going on. There was money for a reason. And leaving him leaving, trying to leave Texas, is like, oh, okay. 35 cases. Like, how, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Like, how's this happening right now? If he would have stayed in Texas, if he would have resigned for Texas with the Texans, no, no cases would ever came out. I guarantee that. So, a lot of things happened because of money. They knew that Deshaun Watson leaving the Texans was gonna lose them a lot of money. So they brought them girls out. They bring them Yo, all. I'm, I'm telling. So you can see again. You see the forest through the trees. You can see through situations like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it teaches you. And I'm not saying, oh, well, I went and looked at a 4X chart and then it told me what happened with Deshaun Watson. No, 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 no. It's the training of your mind being able to see through the bullshit. You know what yeah. I mean? And that's the important part. And when we can see that and we actually face these truths, right? And we're like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. This is what I believed. And then now I should possibly believe something different because this is what I understand now. That can be defaming to yourself like that's what i'm talking about so like i'm not going to go into it any further because i do think it's a form of a conspiracy and i'm not going to go into the details but this had the situation with george floyd right some people feel that it wasn't real some people feel that it was right when you look at the details of what was going on right and think about how how impactful that was 
Now, that situation was a crazy situation. And the reason why I'll go into it is because a lot of these things are used for divisive tools. Correct. Right? They're divisive tools. And look, the Deshaun Watson situation, it, what did it do? It separated men from women, right? Oh, women are women are are being disrespected. Oh, but yet you have a multi-million dollar athlete who's being taken advantage of, right? You have two different opinions on that, which immediately causes division. Then they're winning right? They're winning. We need to learn to come together and face certain things that are like, wait a minute, maybe that could be true. You know what I'm saying? I, maybe I am wrong. When people start doing that, we can come together and guess what? Everybody wants to, to not have to follow the government, this, that, and the other, right? We don't, we shouldn't have to do this. We shouldn't have to do this. Why does the government have this much power? Because we gave it to them guys. Yeah. We keep giving it, <laughs> we to gave them. it to them. Gun, gun control laws is a big thing right now for that George Floyd stuff. So everybody was talking about we need to do gun reform, gun reform. So they started showing a bunch of black people getting shot. Boom, 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 boom. That happened right. heavy. That didn't change a lot of people's minds, but I still need my guns. So now we got we got school shooters going up. Doom, doom, doom. All these kids again going to school with these guns now. Now they're like, oh, now we really got to do this. So what's, who we got to kill in order for us to get these gun laws? They don't care. They'll, they'll kill who they got to kill in order to get these gun laws changed. And I'm glad you brought that up, Taylor, because that's exactly what I'm talking about. That's exactly what I'm talking about. And whether the George Ford thing was, you know, the show or not, at the end of the day, we know this has been happening. Even when it comes to uh, BLM, you know, it's not like it's all Black people that run that organization. It's not even funded by all Black people that run that organization. So it's not crazy to think that they're going to put on a show, put it on the news, make you believe all this crap was happening, and then make other things move in the background. Exactly. You gotta be able exactly. to Exactly. You know, and I completely we, right when it comes to as, as far as Forex not being the thing that, hey, yo, this is happening, but hey, keep an eye out because I remember when I was first learning Forex all together, um, we had an educator and he was like, look, man, I traded against the news for almost a year straight and almost won every trade. Mm-hmm. Just opposite of yeah. whatever you said. Yeah, exactly. You know, right there. Exactly, exactly. But see, the thing is that we need to be able to come together and have these type of conversations, right? Those, these conversations are what's difficult. But everybody wants to have a, an intellectual conversation, right? Everybody wants intellect. Everybody wants the the informative conversations. But the ironic, the ironic thing, the irony of that situation is nobody wants to hear what that actually, what the points are actually made, right? We want the conversation. We just don't want to hear what's being said. Yeah, Why? Because it could offend me. It could offend me. I'm man, fuck being offended. I'm throwing something on the table. And if we can talk about it, let's get through it, right? right. That's how we grow together as one. Right. Completely agree. And, and I don't mean for us to get into these tangents at all, but it's important that we have these conversations, man. We're going to ditch. We're going to dive into each of these topics more and more over time. But oh yeah, just 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 wait as the season goes on. We're right. going to get into some shit. <laughs> right. For now, but but see, you can see the level that each of us has been able to. Uh, achieve from a knowledgeable standpoint on the topics of the world and the topics of the market and, and, and things that are affecting our children and our day-to-day lives, it's thanks to Forex. It's mm-hmm. thanks to learning the skill set. It's thanks to paying attention to things we weren't paying attention to before. Yep, it's exactly. Um, I think it was great. I think we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up here. Uh, Forex has been amazing for me. 
honestly. Um, I've always wanted to be an investor for a long time. I think to have the team that I have, I thank you guys for being here for sure. Um, we're going to have a lot of great conversation ahead of us um, and more coming out by ITU. Thanks for joining us, man. Um, any last words from anybody before we close out? Okay, go ahead. Nah, something I'm going to say when we get off the recording. <laughs> <laughs> now, if anybody, anybody that's watching this, um, this is episode one. I'm glad you guys had the, op the opportunity of, you know, listening to what we've got to say. Hope, hopefully it's sparking some interest and we move further, you know, in, in the journey together. I want whoever's watching this to continue staying with us and learning who we are as individuals. I, Taylor and, and Zay are two of my closest people and I've been working with them and rocking with them for years. And that unification we want for everybody. So, you know, we welcome you guys to, to listening, asking questions. I am not a closed book. I'm an open book. Tag me, DM me, holler at me because I'll give you my, my direct opinion on whatever it is. I am considered as an independent so I'm not choosing either side when things happen. I'm more down the middle because I want people to understand both sides. When you guys hear how I trade, I trade understanding an up and a down, a bullish and a bearish move. I have to be ready for both ways. So I would rather people be ready for both ways when it comes to the news and what's in these streets. So um, thank you for taking the time and allowing us to, to, to be part of your, your lives for the past hour and uh, looking forward to doing the next episode with you guys. Most definitely, most definitely. Hey, uh, make sure you come and follow these guys. Their uh, social media links and things will be down in the description box. Um, make sure you follow, like, subscribe to the channels. Uh, we've got a lot coming for you guys. Of course, there'll be an ebook drop. Join the Telegram we have. We do occasionally drop uh, overviews or uh, trade ideas to help you guys out that are struggling out there. Um, and we come to bring you guys the best information we can, man. Uh, we've been through a lot we've seen a lot and we're trying to stay prepared for our families and for our team so uh i'll holler at you guys later appreciate you Deuces. Okay. Later.